everybody, welcome to a, another special edition of the Stew Pod, the Yahoo Sports Baseball Podcast. I am Mike Oz. And I am Chris Swick. Chris, we're doing the late night podcast again. Uh, we haven't done one of these since all the way last week, I guess, right? Is that last week? Uh, I think so. Everything's kind of a blur at this it feels like time. It feels like forever ago, but I think it was yeah. probably a week ago that the wild cards <laughs> were determined, but... Uh, it feels like so much has happened since then. It's just just in a baseball eternity almost. Yeah, I'm with you. And the high quality of games we've seen, I feel like that that's definitely added to it. It feels like it's been months. They've they've certainly uh, the tension and the everything that's been on the line has I think uh, had an effect on me, man. <laughs> so, but I'm uh, I'm ready for. I'm ready for the next round. We're not there in the NL yet, but we are there in the AL. We are our ALCS is set. It is the Toronto Blue Jays versus the Kansas City Royals. Uh, the one in one in two teams uh, in in the in the league. So anybody like me who was hoping the Astros could kind of you know pull off an upset. Sorry, didn't happen. Um, but uh, the Blue Jays, I think you know, had, definitely had the more interesting game today. Uh, so I want to start just kind of like doing a little bit of how they got there. Um, for anybody who didn't see it, uh, first of all, I'd recommend go read some of the stuff on Big League Stew. Our buddy Israel Fair has a really nice post that uh, just kind of digs into how the Blue Jays won. They had a ridiculous seventh inning that, that entailed, you know, various things, including, you know, two benches clearing situations, uh, two reviews, a uh, moment in which the, the Rangers made three straight errors, um, all kind of punctuated with Jose Bautista's three-run homer, which was just gigantic and um, so far the biggest moment of the postseason. And uh, it was a it was a crazy game, man. It was it was you know kind of ho hum for those first six innings and the seventh inning hit, and it was just silly. Yeah, I don't want to overreact because it's fresh on my mind, but I feel like that was probably the best game I've ever watched. I think so. I mean, yeah. just for that one inning. I mean, you know, like last year's wild card game was pretty crazy, but that one inning, this one inning that happened was just, I mean, it was just insane. It was just thing after thing after thing. And uh, I do feel bad for some of the people who, you know, if you live out here on the West Coast like us, uh, you probably at work and didn't see it. So if uh, by chance you did not see it, even if you, you know, read all about it, I would recommend like just watching the game if, if, if it's on replay, just because it was so crazy. And you didn't even mention the the top of the, the inning with the Russell Martin oh. <laughs> Aaron throw off of Stinson Chu's bat. Yeah, so. yeah. That's how the Rangers tied it. It was the craziest thing, I think, uh, overall. I mean, it was just a ridiculous inning. So that's that game. Poster. And I don't even root for those teams or have any stake in those teams. And I was, I felt like I was going to die just watching the game. <laughs> <laughs> and the other game was... Um, I mean, obviously it was dramatic, but a little, little less dramatic, right? It was, yeah. It seemed like it was kind of the same thing where both teams kind of cruised along early and then suddenly in the fifth inning, uh, the Royals delivered that gut punch uh, at the plate again like they did in game four. Uh, this wasn't maybe as dramatic, but obviously the outcome was tremendous. So um, Colin McHugh ran into some trouble early. AJ Hinch went to the bullpen, and Alex Rios, the the most unlikely member of the Royals, you would probably think got the job done with a two run double. 
It was right down the third baseline. You know, some people wanted to argue that maybe it was foul. I think that wasn't a real big controversy. I feel like that was a fair ball. But it, but just the fact that it was that close kind of added to that moment. And then... See? He should have made the All-Star game, Alex Rios. <laughs> and then you just you had the sense at that point that the Royals were going to take it. The momentum had totally shifted that way. And then the eighth inning happens, and Kendry Morales hits this monstrous three-run homer, and the fans are just going nuts. It was... It, to me, I mean, it felt similar to Game 4 if you watched that Houston meltdown the same way that, you know, the Royals battled back in similar ways in both games, and it just seemed like this this was the team we saw last season that suddenly was making all these crazy things happen in October. It just feels like the Royals' magic is back again now. Oh, and I didn't even mention, Johnny Cueto was awesome, and he was a huge question mark coming into the game. Has not pitched well since joining the Royals. And aside from a two-run homer that he gave up against Luis Valbuena, I think in the second inning, he sat down the last 19 batters he faced. I mean, he was ace caliber, as good as it gets. Sleeping good tonight, man, after whatever selfie he took, huh? I I can't wait to see his Instagram tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, matchup set. uh, Royals, I almost said Rangers. Royals and I almost said Astros. What's wrong with me, Chris. Uh, Royals and Blue Jays. You're sad about the, the other. I, I I I had a moment of like Texas sympathy or something. <laughs> Sorry, both of you Texas teams. Somehow just pulled, tried to like maybe Matthew McConaughey came in me and just wanted to unleash like some Texas baseball something or other. Um, in a Chrysler? Is it Chrysler? <laughs> no. No, it's uh, Lincoln. Lincoln. There you go. In my Oldsmobile. Um, so anyways, the, the ALCS is set. Blue Jays and Royals. Uh, first game is Friday from Kansas City, uh, our, our home of Jeff Passan. He'll be serving up barbecue, I'm sure, for all the beat writers. So you can look forward to that all over your Twitter feed. Um, on a, on a serious note, not that barbecue isn't serious, because it is, especially in Kansas City, but, uh, Chris, I, I think, uh, as we as we talk about these series, uh, this series, I kind of wanted to pose it this way. Um, it's kind of a fill in the blank. The Blue Jays will win the ALCS if what? If uh, all of their hitters show up. I, don't, I mean, that's super obvious, so it feels weird to say that. But I, I, I kind of feel like, I mean, zero disrespect to the Royals here, but... The Blue Jays, we know they have the better offense, and I think the way that the pitching stacks up for this meeting, the Blue Jays are going to have the edge there. Um, Edison Volquez is in line to start game one for the Royals. David Price, as we know, is probably starting game one for Toronto. So you're getting him twice in the series, if unless it's a sweep. And so I just feel like everything is trending in the Blue Jays' direction, even though... Um, I, I definitely don't want to count out the Royals, and I'm not I'm not trying to say I necessarily think the Blue Jays will win, but it just it certainly feels like they have the edge in almost every place yeah, you, except you maybe the bullpen. You prediction yet, man. I'm just saying what 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 has to go right for them to win. You know, so don't do not have to play your card. I mean, it sounds like you may have. Just, maybe just give the, me the caveat there. The hitters have to hit, and David Price <laughs> has to show up, man. 
I think I think the hitters are going to hit. Um, I think I think they've sort of you know hit that point of um, kind of shaking off the, the weirdness of the postseason and maybe the pressure with a team like the Blue Jays who are you know favored to win it all. Um, and so maybe that's a little daunting in the beginning, but I, I feel like after the last couple games, especially the way this one ended, um, I, I think they're there. I mean, let's. I think one thing that's not getting enough attention in all this is the fact that they were down 0-2 and they came back and won three games in a row, two of them on the road. Um, just because of the wildness of this game, I think that fact has kind of been overlooked. Um, you know, it's the, the, only the third team to do that in the in the era of uh, divisional series, and the last one was the Giants, who won the World Series in 2012. So I guess that's on the on the side of of the Blue Jays there. Um, but I think to me, it's David Price. I think he's the guy who. You know they need um, if if they need David Price to come up big, and if David Price is pitching, you know, like the David Price who could possibly win the AL Cy Young, then I think the Blue Jays are going to get this. I don't I don't have any you know real doubts about their offense so much. I think it's you know do that do that the Royals score? Because I think as we saw from the Astros, you know, the, you can shut them down, or you can kind of let them hang around and let them strike in the fifth or sixth inning and, and kind of do that thing the Royals do where they you know, come up with the unlikely hit, the unlikely hero. So if if David Price is on point and you know could foreseeably get them two wins, um, I think uh, to me that's that's what's going to be the difference maker. All right. Well, what about on the other side? The Royals will win the series if. And I guess the thing to say here is you can't just say the opposite of because <laughs> you're like, well, David Price hit. sucks. Yeah, right. <laughs> Got to actually pick something else, right? Um, well, I I just talked a bunch. You can go ahead. Sure. All right. So the Royals will win the series if they continue to make contact, and that seems like maybe an easy thing. But I think the Royals are built differently than really any other team in baseball, and that fascinates the hell out of me. Um, they don't strike out at all. They you know, aren't a big home run hitting team, but they have power threats. And me being somewhat of a stat guy, I've always kind of been been taught that striking out at the plate is not the worst thing in the world. And I do feel that way, but there's obvious value in making contact with the ball. And I feel like the Royals have proven that, especially the last two games. They are able to string together these innings where they're getting multiple hits. You know, they're able to just move advanced runners, whether it be on a line drive hit or on a ground ball out, making contact is definitely important. And maybe that's obvious to some people listening, but we hear so much about strikeouts now and how they don't matter. And Chris Bryant struck out, you know, X amount of times and Mike Trout did the same. I think we're seeing the opposite of that with the Royals and it's, it's an exciting brand of ball. So I think that, and Johnny Cueto being fixed for good. That would be my two keys for the Royals winning. Is he fixed? I guess we'll find out. Um, my, my key, I guess, and it's, I don't know, maybe largely the same thing as yours, but just framed differently. But um, I feel like they just need more heroes. You know, they need more guys who are going to kind of step up and get that big hit. It seems like Kendrick Morales has been... Um, you know, a huge, huge guy for them. But um, if we go back and look at the Royals last year, you know, the Royals succeeded when it was like, 
you know, the Mike Moustakis, you know, stepping up and, and getting that hit or Alex you know. Rios today. Yeah, I mean, they got it today. So I feel like, you know, and that's kind of the difference for them. Like if they just, they, they don't have that lineup where you can depend on one guy to kind of, you know, come through and save you. Um, you know, so they just need like the all around production from everybody. And, and I think, you know, what stands out to me about last year's Royals team is, you know, they had all those players that you were like, man, these guys, whenever they, whenever they figure it all out, they're going to be good. <laughs> and then in the postseason they did. And it was like, Oh, okay. There they are. You know, Hosmer, Mustakis, uh, Sal Perez, you know, all of them. And, and, uh, I think it just needs to be that. I think they just kind of all need to be on the same page because they're not going to kill you with, with home runs. I mean, they're not going to kill you with, um, you know, consecutive three in a row doubles to the gap or anything. I mean, they're not that team. They're going to do what they did to the Astros in game four, which is single, That's single, single, <laughs> you know, and, and what they do is, you know, they put pressure on teams. They, they, they situationally, um, you know, make you crack. And I think that's, that's what we saw. Um, you know, it's basically what did in the Astros. I mean, they were six outs away from us having a totally different conversation, but the Royals did what the Royals do, which is, you know, kind of make you, make you uneasy, uncomfortable, um, and then kind of stick the knife in you and then bring out the bullpen and you're done. Um, so if, if the Royals can continue to kind of get, you know, just that all over the lineup production, a different hero every game, I guess, is kind of the way to, you know, maybe say that in a fancy way. But uh, to me, that's the, that's the difference for them. And neither of us have mentioned the bullpen, but obviously if, if the Royals can make it that type of series, they're going to have the edge for sure. Well, I think that goes without saying, right? Yeah. I mean, if, if right. they get to, hey, get the lead, <laughs> you know, get right. bullpen. Right, of course, but, it, we, but it's, you know, you could say uh, they should be more patient at the plate and try and knock David Price out earlier. But that's, I mean, that's not the style of, of all the Royals play either. Yeah. So I, I do like, think, I mean, the, the they don't look as bulletproof in the bullpen, I guess, as as you felt like they were last year. Um, True. And maybe that's going to come. You know, again, this is only the the, the ALDS. I, I feel like last season when we got really into, like, the Royals hype, like, the ALDS was still just kind of like this thing that you're like, oh, yeah, that happened. Remember when they beat the Angels? And, <laughs> yeah, you know, no. like, when, uh, you, when you get the World Series, you're like, oh, yeah, I, I faintly remember that. So it was, no. it was That was the point where you looked at the Royals and you were like, well, this they're cute. This yeah. is a cute story. Yeah. But now everyone's like, no, this team's really awesome. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, we'll see, we'll see what they are. You know, midway I think through the through the ALCS, but obviously they're a good team. Um, I, I, you know, I don't think they should be counted out at all. Um, I think a few people there. I mean, I didn't predict them to to beat the Astros, so I was wrong there. But um, I think even you know once they, once they lost, um, or you know in the beginning and and once it kind of seemed like the Astros were kind of just playing this different kind of baseball. I think a lot of people were ready to uh, write the, write the eulogy of the, of the Royals. Um, almost like it was like, yeah, we told you, we told you they're not that good. And, uh, you know, here they are. Cause that's, that's what they do. They're hard to kill. Um, so that being said, Chris, uh, Royals, Blue Jays, who you got? So when we initially made our postseason predictions, I had this matchup and I took the Blue Jays in six. And I'm going to stick to that. However, if the Royals had maybe Johnny Cueto available for game one, or maybe even Jordano Ventura, I might go with Blue Jays. I'd still go with Blue Jays, but I might go with seven games. So I'm going Blue Jays in six. I'm sticking with that prediction. 
All right. I did not have this one, so I, I don't feel like I have to stick to my original prediction. <laughs> so, uh, yay, I guess, in that sense. Boo in the sense that I got it wrong. But uh, I'm, I'm sticking with the Blue Jays, though, because I did pick them to go all the way. And I do feel like they've uh, awoken themselves now. Um, I'm going... After all the nice things I just said, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Blue Jays in five. Wow! All um, right. You know, that, to me, I'm thinking a couple, a couple David Prices in there, and um, you know, I'm not thoroughly impressed by the Royal starters. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, we we also didn't ne- neglected to say in here that uh, these teams don't really like each other. So there's a good chance we we could see some uh, some flare-ups. That's safe to say. I'm pretty sure Edison Volquez called out Josh Donaldson the last time to face yeah. each other, Probably and that's going to be going to be game one. Like so yeah. hopefully, I don't you know I don't want to see anyone get hurt, but I love uh, I love the extra excitement. Well, we will see how we did uh, on on these predictions and our sizing them up here in a little bit. Uh, we'll do another one of these uh, when the NL. CS is set after Thursday night's game, and uh, in addition to that, we have our weekly stew pod coming soon too. So lots of podcasts, and uh, we could we could give the people the nice tease on that. Chris, I'll let you do the honors this time. On the uh, on the normal podcast, yeah. Who'd we talk to? Yeah, we're so we're just so uh, we got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, we're uh, podcast we, fools. We talked to potential American League Rookie of the Year candidate Francisco Lindor. And uh, we talked to him about a lot of stuff. He's been making kind of the rounds this week, and he was he was really good. He, I feel like he gave us a pretty informative interview. And he's got suits, man. He's got lots of suits. Yeah, and and I'm gonna tease uh, a fantastic, important question I have for for that. So get excited now, people, because it's happening. Is it better than my important question? Because my important question is pretty good. You're not gonna like my important question. So you, I already <laughs> so. told I already told you what mine is, and you're gonna love it. I totally forgot, so ah, I'm good, good. surprised. It's a really, really, it's probably the, to me, it's probably one of the better important questions I've ever thought of. So, uh, look out for the, look out for the other stew pod, our, our normal weekly one, which is uh, full of a little more um, shenanigans, I guess we would say, and uh, it's a little longer, but uh, the, the same holds true for all of them. Find us on iTunes, give us a review, five stars, as Chris would say, um, mm-hmm. is is the only, only way to go, right? It's the only acceptable rating in my mind. <laughs> All right. This has been the Stew Pod from uh, your friends at Big League Stew. For Chris Wick, I'm Mike Oz. Talk to you later.